Dare Catch Kick, the 15-minute fantasy football podcast. I'm Paul Stoltz, alongside Anthony LaFrary, and we are coming at you with the ultimate fantasy football prep show. We call it 15 Games in 15 Minutes. These episodes are blazing fast, so get that pause button ready. We go over each game in 60 seconds or less and highlight players for your league, as well as for any daily fantasy that you're a part of, like DraftKings or FanDuel. If you don't already follow us at FCK Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Instagram on Sunday at noon Eastern Time, Anthony will be live to go over injury news and personally answer your start sit questions. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube, if you haven't already done so, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It will notify you each time we come up with a new episode. Tuesday, we do our waiver wire episode. Every Saturday, we come out with our 15 games and 15 minutes preview. So, without further ado, Anthony, let's hit him with our Week 5 preview. 1-3 Jaguars at 0-4 Titans. This is the first game of the post-Bill O'Brien era for Houston. Romeo Cronell is now your head coach. Tim Kelly now your offensive coordinator. I think their offense is going to be okay, especially with C.J. Anderson not looking too good for the Jaguars. I roll with Deshaun. I think maybe Cooks and DFS. If you have better options, maybe stay away from them for a week. But that being said, there's no one I'm not that scared of playing with with the Texans just because the Jaguars are that bad. The only guy with Jacksonville I truly recommend is James Robinson at running back. Houston is 27th against running backs. Like him in DFS. Not a fan of Chark or Meme Shoe. We'll see what happens. 0-4 Jets against the 2-2 two two Cardinals. Sam Darnold is out this game. And look, you could do worse in a backup quarterback than Joe Flacco. But this offensive line for the Jets goes as Mekhi Becton does. When Mekhi Becton is healthy, which he missed practice this week, then they play really well. If he's not playing, then Joe Flacco is going to get the crap kicked out of him. The only Jet I'm considering here is Crowder. Uh, if I'm looking for a late sleeper in a DFS or... DraftKings FanDuel format. I'm going with Jeff Smith. No interest in the running backs. I'm going to stick with my rant on Cliff Kingsbury from earlier in the week. If he's stubborn and runs his air raid offense, then this will not be the blowout everybody thinks it is. If he runs a balanced offense and hands it to Drake early and often, this is going to be a massacre. Hopkins and Murray are, of course, must starts. Drake, I'm starting as an RB2 or flex, but only if I have no other option. Uh, and Christian Kirk is the only Cardinals wideout with more than four targets last week. So I'm starting him if I need a receiver. 3-1 and one Colts, 3-1 and one Browns. This is going to be an old-school battle in the trenches. Defense and ground game. Colts defense is the number one ranked defense in the league, but that's partially due to their strength of schedule. So don't let it scare you from starting Kareem Hunt, who I think is in for a monster game. If you need a flex play, check out Ernest Johnson. Stefanski has said that he's going to continue to work in various running backs. He loves running Kareem Hunt out of the backfield into the slot, so Dernis will have a piece there. Uh, I'm starting Beckham. I'm not interested in Landry. They did show us that they're willing to work Beckham in in various ways. Disaster is coming for the Colts' offense. If they can't get Taylor going early, Rivers is going to struggle. No interest for me in any other Colts this week other than Jonathan Taylor. 1-2-1 one, one Eagles at 3-0 Steelers. 
TJ Watt is looking iffy, which should help Miles Sanders a little bit. That being said, I would stay away from him in DFS because Pittsburgh is actually second against running backs in fantasy. For the other Eagles offensive guys, I don't think there's much there for Carson Wentz to work with, so I can't really recommend him until his wide receivers get healthy or he just proves otherwise. Although if you don't have a better option, you don't have a choice. Steelers should have a day on offense by default, but I love, 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 love their defense this week. They're coming off a bye. The birds are banged up. Get them in your lineup in any league you can think of. If you pick defenses in DFS, pick them because they're going to be the number one defense this week probably. Uh, As far as the Steelers' offense is concerned, start Connor, start Juju, but no one else really stands out from a DFS standpoint. 1-2-1 Bengals, 3-1 Ravens. The Ravens are really banged up right now on both sides of the ball, and yes, that includes Lamar Jackson with a knee injury. I don't see many designed runs coming for Lamar this week. I think he'll only run on an as-needed basis, which means heavy dose of Mark Ingram coming early. I also think Hollywood Brown is due for a big game. They're going to take a couple shots with him off play action, try to get him over the top. They'll also go with a couple bubble screens and slants to try to get him the ball early. Check your waiver wire. See if anybody dropped J.K. Dobbins. I think they're going to mix him in with a change of pace this week, so pick him up. Name of the game for the Bengals is that the pass opens up the run. If Burrow is successful, we're going to see less eight-man boxes. That was Mixon's key to success last week. He only saw eight-man boxes 8% of the time against the Jaguars. Cornerbacks Marcus Peters and Jimmy Smith are banged up. They will play for the Ravens, but... I am interested in all three receivers this week for the Bengals. Yes, that includes A.J. Green. I think he'll score a touchdown. 3-1 and one Rams at 1-3 Washington. Looks like the Dwayne Haskins experiment is over in Washington, at least for a week. Kyle Allen takes over under center. Meh. Stay away from everyone on Washington's offense. McLaurin is banged up. Maybe Antonio Gibson, I guess. What I really like is the Rams' defense against them, actually, because they're so banged up and rudderless right now. As far as the Rams' offense is concerned, Goff and Higby are going to have games. I don't particularly like the wide receivers for the Rams this week. Washington is deceptively strong against wide receivers. They're actually ranked number two against them this year. But Goff and Higby, I believe they're in the upper 20s against their respective positions with Washington, so definitely roll with them. 1-3 Dolphins, 2-2 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo is back this week. That means a big week coming up for George Kittle again. Raheem Mostert is also back. They'll work him in alongside McKinnon. McKinnon won't be phased out completely. He'll get the third down work. He'll get his own series, I think. But my best guess is that over 50% snap share is going to be worked back in for Raheem Mostert. Worth the start at the flex. Any points by Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel will have to come early because this looks like it's going to be a blowout game. 49ers defense is in for a monster. If you need a DFS defense, go with the 49ers here. What does that mean for the Dolphins offense? Fitzmagic is going to turn Fitz tragic this week. Down week coming for Devontae Parker, who has been a monster since November of last year. No interest in Preston Williams. Miles Gaskin may catch a few dump-offs, which may may make him worthwhile in PPR formats, but nothing worth going to the bank over. 2-2 Panthers own for Falcons. Dan Quinn is coaching for his Falcon life this week. 
But the Falcons' D is terrible and only getting worse with injuries. I think the latest was Keanu Neal. So if I'm looking for a sneaky play on DraftKings or FanDuel, give me Bridgewater this week. Pair him with either Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore. Yes, DJ Moore, who is on our buy low list this week. I think he has a big week, breakout week finally. Mike Davis is about as safe as it gets. Start him in anything you got. On the Falcons' side of the ball, the only player I can confidently tell you is going to get the rock is Todd Gurley. Julio hasn't practiced all week. Ridley's been limited in practice. Monitor those up until game time. Gurley will get his touches, and he's been in the end zone four times in four games. If you're looking for a DraftKings and FanDuel sleeper, check out Olamide Zacchaeus. 0-4 Giants at 1-3 Cowboys. This is the battle of the resistant force and the very movable offense. That, of course, I'm talking about the Giants' anemic offense and the Cowboys' horrendous Swiss cheese defense. Something has to give in that trend, and I'm thinking it's the Cowboys' defense. This is going to be a breakout week for Devontae Freeman. I love him in DFS. You're going to get a good price on him, and he's going to put up numbers. I also like Daniel Jones because the Cowboys' secondary is completely hurt outside of Trayvon Diggs, who's a rookie and has a tendency to get beat, and Xavier Woods, who has no heart and is apparently not good enough to try 70 plays a game. Cowboys' offense should roll as well. Cowboys' receivers are going to eat, as is Zeke and Dak. If you have them, start them. 2-2 two two Raiders, 4-0 Chiefs. Chiefs defense has not yet allowed 20 points in a game, but I think that ends this week because the Raiders offense can get it done in multiple ways. Well, Chiefs pass rush is excellent. They're much weaker against the run, so if the Raiders can establish the run early with Jacobs, it'll open up the secondary, and we can look for Carr and Waller to connect, especially in the second half. The other thing benefiting Waller and Carr is the fact that Henry Ruggs is back. He's their deep threat option down the field, opens up the middle so that guys like Waller and Hunter Renfro can connect. Uh, Hunter Renfro, by the way, 17 targets in the past two weeks, so he's startable. Impossible to predict usage from the Kansas City Chiefs at, at this point. Uh, the Raiders don't give up as many deep balls because of their pass rush, so you're going to see a much more methodical game plan from Pat Mahomes. I like PPR guys like Watkins and Kelsey this week. Hill is going to be di- big play dependent. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will have an average game, 15 to 20 points. In DFS, I Kind of like Hardman. He's got a touchdown in two straight games, but I don't like him from a weekly standpoint because of lack of targets. 4-0 Seahawks, 1-3 Vikings. I think this could be the makings of a trap game for the Seahawks. The Vikings have been a much different team the last two weeks when they've established the run early, and that's opened things up for Kirk Cousins. They're going to apply the same recipe again this week against an awful Seahawks defense who's given up the most yards to opposing receivers. Yes, even more than LaFrey's beloved Dallas Cowboys. Give me healthy Dalvin Cook this week in daily fantasy leagues. Kirk Cousins may find himself throwing the ball a lot late because we know Russell Wilson's going to put up points and Kirk will have to keep up. So give me both Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen this week as starters. It's going to be the usual suspects for Seattle, Metcalf, Lockett, Chris Carson. But how about Greg Olson as a sneaky daily fantasy play this week at tight end? He had nine targets last week. One and three Broncos at two and two Patriots. Welcome to Monday late afternoon football. The game was moved to Monday because of an outbreak on the Patriots. No Cam, no Gilmore. I'm going to make this really quick. There's no one on the Pats offense I like. We're looking at Hoyer or Stidham at QB. 
Edelman's banged up. Just stay away from them. For the Broncos, outside of Melvin Gordon, there's no one I particularly like either. We're going to get another ripping game. Maybe Drew Locke plays. Either way, I'd stay away. Both defenses should do pretty well and are worth a streaming start. I'd really, really, really like to recommend the Pats for DFS, but as I said before, there's a chance Locke plays, and obviously Stephon Gilmore is out. Two and two Saints, one and three Chargers. Monitor the injury reports on this game because Michael Thomas and Jared Cook should both be back. If so, you got to start Michael Thomas. I'm not interested in Cook if he's not fully healthy. I'm fading Emmanuel Sanders. I'm fading Traquan Smith. Alvin Kamara should be in for yet another massive game. The Chargers O-line is banged up. Balaga and Turner both haven't practiced yet this week. Monitor that. No interest in Josh Kelly coming up the middle. Uh, Justin Jackson, who is basically an Austin Eckler replacement, will be the pass catcher in this offense. He's worth a scoop, and he could get some dump-off passes. We're in for another heavy dose of Keenan Allen. Mike Williams hasn't showed me anything yet. Play Hunter Henry if he's your number one tight end. 4-0 and Bills at 3-0 and Titans. The marathon weekend comes to an end with a doozy of a game on Tuesday night. For Tennessee, my big recommendation is Jono Smith. Buffalo is 28th against tight ends, so he should be in for a day. They're also 9th against running backs, but they haven't seen the likes of Derrick Henry yet. Start him as always, but I don't think he's worth the price in DFS. My DFS running back recommendation for that game is actually Devin Singletary. Zach Moss is questionable for the Bills, which means he could be in for a limited workload which means Singletary should benefit. Tennessee is also ranked 23rd against running backs in fantasy, so give him a look and give him a start in leagues, of course. I also have a vibe about Stephon Diggs for Buffalo. I think he's going to have a big game. Tennessee is ranked 21st against wide receivers. I just got a feeling he's going to beat them deep and he's going to do damage and obviously start Allen as always. That'll do it for this week's episode of 15 Games in 15 Minutes. Smash that subscribe button on both YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FCK Podcast. And visit our website, www.fckpodcast.com. On Sunday at noon, I'll be on Instagram Live to answer all your last-minute fantasy football questions as well as give injury analysis when the inactives are announced for the 1 p.m. games. We'll be back on Tuesday with the fallout for this week's games along with trade strategies and top pickups for next week's games. Paul will be on Instagram talking strategy for next week's Thursday night game on Thursday afternoon as well. Take care, everyone, and good luck this week.